Prepare to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. Welcome back to another episode of Superhuman Radio. This is the second show of 2020. Today is January 7th, 2020. For those of you listening to the show 100 years from now. And uh, you're going to learn things even though it's 100 years later because we were way ahead of the game. I, you know, it, it amazes me uh, when I listen to uh, – I have to listen to old shows because I pick best of to run if I'm out of town or for whatever reason. And uh, I find shows that uh, – are still relevant and pertinent and actually are still, uh, you know, top of the line stories out there amongst the fitness and anti-aging community that, you know, we did seven years ago. It's just, it's, it's, part of the frustration is that people don't even know some of these shows are out there. So I, I, that's why I've been doing a lot more best of. But today is Tuesday. And today is the first Blueprint Power Hour. Calling all Blueprint Army. Fall in line. It's time for the Blueprint Power Hour with Coach Rob Regish on the Superhuman Radio Network. How you doing, Rob? I'm doing great. It's hard to believe it's 2020, right? Dude, man. I can't believe, it, I can't believe how old I am. You want to know the truth? <laughs> I think I think this is the eighth year for the show, and what is it? Fifteen years for you? Uh, fourteen. There? Fourteen. As a matter of fact, I was yeah. just communicating with somebody. I'm having a press release done, done. because yeah. Superhuman Radio is officially no BS, the oldest, longest running, and continuous production uh, fitness, health, and anti aging podcast in the world. Wow! I think wow. I've told this story before, but. The word podcast didn't come up until mid to late 2006 when uh, a VJ on MTV conjoined the words uh, pod because of iPod, because that was the original MP3 player, and cast because of broadcast, uh, and came up with the word podcast podcast and it wasn't until late 2006 early 2007 that it became part of the common vernacular that's interesting i didn't know that that's where it came from but i guess it's here to stay huh yeah i mean i, I had to do all the research for the for the press release it's like so i'm i'm thinking like who had a podcast 14 years ago right and right. uh and there were people that you know I, I i think adam carolla was around back then but he's doing you know um News, comedy, more of a Howard Stern type show. Wow. Um, but uh, but when it comes to fitness, health, and then anti-aging, you know, because I included that after the first year, I started focusing more on anti-aging than bodybuilding. Yeah, uh, smart move. That well, it, well, that would. It, it wasn't even a move. It was like it, it was an evolution. It was just like, wow, you know, these things lead to longer life. Why don't I just start doing more about anti-aging? Right. So it's a, yeah, it's it's it, it's really a, a big deal. It really is a big deal. That's oh, uh, people that's, are saying they can't they can't hear us. Really? Let's see who else. Oh, I guess they can because Darcy Clark can hear us. So okay. Darcy, it looks like um, so Utam, who is uh, over in India, he's my social media guy, 
is saying he cannot hear us. Uh, and Darcy Clark apparently can hear us because he's answering the question. Uh, never knew where the term podcast came from, so he had to have been able to hear us. So, oh, Tom, I think it might be your connection. You may want to check that. So there you go. But thank you. Thank you. So anyway, Utam got me good the other day. He posted something on Facebook that was one of those, you know those things where they say copy and paste this on your on your feed? Yeah, and and yep. it started out with the, he's moving to New York, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, this guy's going to move to New York. Is wow. he still going to be able to do social media for me? And then he messaged me and said, don't get mad at me. It was one of those prank uh, posts. I, was, I, didn't read, oh. I obviously didn't read the whole thing. Wow. Oh, it's too bad. <laughs> I'm sure you would have loved to meet him in person, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the dude yeah. is working out now. Look, look, Jeff Clifton, send, uh, Clifton says that the audio is fine where he is. So, yeah, Good. Utam, I think it might be uh, your connection, so check that out. So yeah. before we get into the show, you have a, a big uh, sale going on, right? Yeah, actually, we have a pre-sale, um, and <clears throat> it's on Synthogen, and recognizing that people have been waiting at least four months. It's been out of stock that long. Um, and part of the reason for that is, you know, we wait on nature, so to speak. Raponticum is only harvested once a year in August. And uh, and that's when the good stuff, you know, <laughs> that's when you get it or don't get it, as the case may be. But uh, the bottom line is this. I talked to John Drake this morning. Mass is expecting it in mid-January. Uh, so figure a few days, you know, before or after the 15th. Currently running a pre-sale, and he has huge savings on multiple bottle specials. So you can save anywhere, I think, from 10 bucks on a on a twin pack to 50 bucks on a case or more. So, uh, you know, if for those folks that have been waiting to stock up, now is the time. Synthogen.com, uh, and you can read more about it. Isn't it funny? None of the other companies that have Raponthicum in their capsules seem to ever run out. How is, they never is, run out. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> what is that? You think they're growing it themselves? No, you know what it is? It's just, <laughs> you know... Uh, you know, if this isn't proof to at least some people that we have the real deal in there, I don't know what is. Uh, there's very little real Raponticum on the market. And from time to time, it's out of stock. So get it while it's good. Yeah. All right. So a uh, little added feature since we have this new interface that I'm still learning about. Let me make sure my phone is turned off. Uh, we will start with the first question, which is... Uh, from a guy who wants to remain anonymous and is complaining about you. He says, you know, I heard one of your answers on steroids, and I have to tell you that you've got it all wrong. All steroids are dangerous, deadly, and drugs, uh, they're deadly and they are drugs of abuse. There is no quote-unquote safe steroid, and certainly none that are safer than any others. I think your advice was harmful, and you should do a retraction. You know, I've been sitting on this email for over a week now, and and I almost junked it. You know, I almost deleted it when I saw it, thinking that these people are always going to be out there, and they are. Um, but it's also helpful to illustrate my main bone of contention um, with most of the general public, and especially the media, when it comes to these drugs. They've been painted with a very broad brush. So... So John Q. Public here, he's the exact kind of person that has made steroids analogous to joining the Nazi party, you know, if you're on them. 
Um, and that's because the media has very little to no concern for particulars. They know that simple ideas and headlines are easily grasped. And it's even better if, you know, you can get people worked up. And this guy's living proof. John here would have us believe that all steroids are poison. Equal, there's not a good one. There's, there's none that, that are less harsh or more harsh than, than the other. It's just ridiculous. Um, this is the kind of ignorance that leads people to make um, bad decisions when they decide you know, to use steroids. One of the things that you, you need to do is you need to educate yourself on how these drugs work in the real world, okay, which this author here, uh, the email, his, his first name was John, uh, you know, he's got no grasp, certainly, of what goes on in the real world when, um, when these drugs are used even though the main steroid testosterone has been coursing through his veins, right? Since he was a teenager. Yeah. So that can't be safe. What we need to do is as soon as boys are born, we need to take their testicles so that their damn testosterone doesn't hurt them. Right. Right. So, so this kind of, this kind of ignorance really is what leads some people to conclude that, uh, you know, I'm going to do a cycle of tests and a bombs, or trend in A-bombs, instead of testosterone and D-ball. Well, one of, the, one of the things I would love to do is put him on a cycle of each, and then he can come tell us which one has, is more toxic than the others, or is not, as the case may be. Um, I also found it interesting, and I've heard doctors say this, believe it or not, they think steroids are quote-unquote drugs of abuse. And as if they produce some type of high, uh, you know, after swallowing or injecting. Well, wait, 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 wait a minute. But wait a minute. I want to I want to intervene here just for one second. Yep. Everything that we consume has the potential for abuse. Everything. People abuse coffee. People abuse food. People abuse alcohol. People abuse. So this whole idea that anabolic steroids are any different than anything else that we set our sights on is just stupid. Now, and, and keep in mind, there's a huge difference between abuse or dependence. We'll call those two the same and addiction because addiction actually rewires the brain where you can't stop. And anabolic steroids don't do that. Right. That's a great point. Drugs of abuse versus, you know, something that causes a, a physical need for it, a dependency. Yes, and and certainly these are these are not those type of drugs. Um, I contend what is really dangerous is ignorance like this, uh, because this much is very true. What you do not know can hurt you and really hurt you bad. It's a you know telling fact that thirty years after steroids were made a Schedule Three substance. The black market for them now is bigger than ever. So steroids today, as I see it, and and as I talk to guys in gyms about it, I honestly think they are poised to play an even bigger role in American society because of that legislation outlawing them, because it instantly gave the drugs greater credibility and appeal, while at the same time, making the opinion of mainstream doctors 
the government uh, and, and other so-called authorities circumspect. Nobody today that's interested in using anabolic steroids is consulting what the government is saying. Um, Most of them aren't more, even telling their doctors. Yeah, exactly. You know, the, the government's even worse off than the medical community in that regard. But and, and if all that doesn't convince you, just consider this. The biggest push in the history of law enforcement to contain these drugs has come and gone. Okay? It's, it's over. The biggest push in the history of law enforcement. There will never be more federal funding on that level ever again for this issue. Uh, and steroid use has not only, not only continued, but it's bigger than ever. Yeah. So, so here's the bottom line. There, there's going to be no, no retraction or apology here on my part for speaking the truth. Okay. Steroids today are out there more than ever. And hopefully moving towards a more mainstream acceptance along with more common sense laws. For example, legal for anyone over 21. Look, I'm not saying these drugs, you know, you should be able to waltz into a 7-Eleven and buy them if you're 10 years old. What I am saying is much like, um, I guess much like I see marijuana today, there's been a fundamental shift in American society where we're starting to make common sense decisions like, wait a minute, why have we outlawed these drugs? And is that, re is that legislation really working? Let's look at our kids and look at the general population and ask ourselves, is that truly the right prescription, so to speak, <laughs> right? And, and I would contend that it's not. So far from any retraction, uh, I'm going to double down on, what, on my original advice. You know, it comes down to education. Well, and we, and we have entire countries that prove this point. So, right, so there, right. there, there are a dozen countries out there that, uh, that anabolic steroids are not a scheduled drug. Uh, Mexico, for instance, you know, everybody goes to Mexico to get their gear and come back because you can walk into any pharmacy. Hell, when I, when I was in Puerto Vallarta all those years ago, eight years ago, I actually did a live show, a couple of live shows from the beach there. Um, wow. when I was in PV, uh, eight, nine years ago, I walked into a Sam's Club pharmacy and bought <laughs> testosterone uh, as anandate. Wow. Uh, is I there mean, even an age limit? Well, I would imagine there probably is. I, I got to believe yeah. they're not going to let a 15-year-old kid walk in and buy. But I was a grown man, and they, they, they did ask me for ID, and I showed them my USA driver's license, and maybe they were looking for my age. I never thought about it. But yep. there are entire countries like Greece – that George Tuliatos uh, uh, operates from. There are entire countries where getting anabolic steroids and using anabolic steroids not only doesn't carry any legal ramifications, it doesn't carry the stigma uh, that, that it, it carries here in the United States. And right. there's no dead bodies there from anabolic steroid use. So his assertion that there is no such thing as a safe anabolic steroid, and, and I don't, and I, look, this is the nature of our population today. Today, if you don't feel outraged about something, you are not part of the active population. You have to be outraged about something. And the problem with that is when you don't have something valid to be outraged about, you will become outraged about something that makes you look stupid and sound stupid. 
Right. And we have a great number of people in our population who expose themselves daily about how stupid they are. My 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 thought process today is what are we going to do with these people? These people are threatening the stability of this country. I mean, do we do we put IQ tests on the uh, handle before you pull it and vote? I mean, I don't know. But that's but really good, you know, you bring- I, that's a great point. I, I, I'm glad you brought that up, but that's a that's an even better question. What are we going to do with these people? Did anybody see that? Look, I don't. I did not watch the Golden Globes. I have no interest in what any celebrity does. Period. End of story. My life is my life. I try to focus on my life. God bless them for their success. Go, go on with yourself. But did anybody see Ricky Gervais's monologue at the Golden Globes last night? The guy is brilliant. He said what everybody in America is thinking. Basically, you people make movies. Keep your opinions to yourself. Right, exactly. You know, it's like, it's like, and and that and and that is the same fervor uh, that is affecting decisions like this comment. Oh, anabolic steroids are all dangerous. They're not all dangerous. They they use them today in medicine, and they have less yeah. side effects than your your Cymbalta or your Lipitor or your Xanax. They have less side effects than any of those things. Right, Xanax is not naturally occurring in the body. Testosterone is. Yeah, you're not low in Xanax. Let's get let's get Mike Bear's question up here. I, I got to ask people who post their live questions. The new interface uses gray colored uh, fonts, combined with the fact that I desperately need new contact lenses. I feel and you, if you've listened to my show uh, for the past five or six years, there are intermittent times throughout. The year where I go, I feel like I'm looking through a dirty windshield. Today is one of those days, okay? <laughs> so so he says, and I'll have to read it. He says, uh, Rob, he said, so I'm off and running with a 3.2-pound weight loss in the first week of 2020. Great. I average about 50 pounds per year. Talk about dedication. You know what I mean? Everybody oh, wants yeah. to lose 50 pounds in six weeks so they can go to their, their 20th uh, reunion. This guy's doing it the right way. I average yeah. about 50-pound loss each year. Uh, I'm shooting for 100-pound loss this year. Is it doable? And how much muscle weight would I expect to gain once my weightlifting season has increased or sessions have increased by lifting heavier weights? I don't know. You think he's going to gain weight, uh, muscle weight, if he's trying to lose muscle weight? Did he say lose 100 pounds in a year? Yeah, he typically loses 50. And by the way, those of you posting questions, try to keep them short. I'm I'm sorry. Bridget, we'll get your question in a second. But uh, I'm telling you, I can't see. I'm literally blind right now because I feel like I have bug splatter all over my eyes. Um, What do you think? He loses 50 pounds a year anyway. That's what he's doing now. Yeah, you know what? There's nothing wrong with 50 pounds a year. Um, the the real answer, you know, to that, that question, that's a that's a pound a week, and that's what people say you should shoot for if you want to maintain muscle mass. Right, that's a pound a week. Right, can you lose faster? Well, certainly, if you take more drastic measures, you can. However, to your point, um, you risk losing muscle mass, which is the primary right engine that burns calories. So, even sitting here at rest, my Fitbit has told me that I've burned almost 1,400 calories today. Right. Okay? I have not left the house. (laughs) I haven't done anything strenuous. But because I have a decent amount of muscle on me, it's, you know, telling me I'm burning quite a bit. Now, is it actually that much? I don't know. What I do know is um, I have no problem 
dropping weight, probably for the reason that I, uh, I have a lot of muscle. So when it comes to you, you know, I would tell you, keep doing what you're doing. You know, it sounds like it's all coming up roses for you. So, you know, you can try to lose faster, but I would, I would really, really feel good much better if you would get a body comp analysis at least once a month to make sure you're not losing too much muscle. And don't depend on one of those, uh, uh, biometric impedance scales to tell you. You either got to go, excuse me, to a bod pod. You've got to find somebody who does that thing where they immerse you in water or calipers. Yep. That's it. That's yep. it. Those scales for people who want to guess, it changes by the day because of your water uh, content in your body, your level of hydration. It's, it's not accurate. And it can screw you up emotionally. Yeah, because you go, oh my God, I'm not making any progress. Right. I, 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 this just happened. I have a dear, dear friend, and she went to Orange Theory. And so the first thing they did was they, you know, they got all of her measurements and they put her on one of those scales and they told her she's 45% body fat. I said, you absolutely are not. Yeah. So, uh, those scales will tell me something similar. Um, what I tell people is if that's all you have to work with, just make sure it's consistent. You know, I, and it's also worth remembering most of those scales – are not geared towards athletes, certainly not strength athletes. They're geared to the general population. Yeah. So let's go. Let, let, I just want to jump over and get Bridget's question because she's listening live. Sure. And, uh, and it's going to take me a while to read it too because I have to get close to the, it. says, uh, I can't afford a trainer, so I'm downloading my fitness pal, considering full version, to get an idea of how to play with calories and macros. Is there any way to know? How many calories you are burning from lifting weights? I know many uh, women have, I got to blink to get the sludge off my eye, uh, have a hard time with low-fat diets. Is there a way to count macros, damage just moved, uh, incorporating higher fats without being keto and still eating enough vegetables? I want to be able to eat as much as possible while staying lean and gaining muscle. That's a smart woman <laughs> because of what she's saying about I want to eat as much as possible, right, while still losing fat. And, in fact, um, you can certainly do that. What I have seen work for most people that do not want to be or cannot be on a straight ketogenic diet is a daily limit of 100 grams of carbs a day. That is That is a great place to start, and from there – you know, you can make a small adjustments as time goes on. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I get it. Not everybody can do straight keto, and you can't stay on, you know, all the time. 100 grams a day works for a lot of people. And you know what? Time. You can stay at 100 grams of carbohydrates a day for the rest of your life. Yeah, and timing those, it's, timing those, for example, with exercise is another powerful tool to make sure that those 100 grams – uh, actually do you good instead of hurt you. Yeah. And and uh, to answer the other question about uh, can, how can you tell um, about calories and stuff like there is a uh, there's a device called the Breezing, B-R-E-E-Z-I-N-G. Now, this is an old device. For all I know, there could be a half a dozen of these. But uh, Breezing is a handheld calorimeter. You blow into it, and it measures through expelled gases – uh, how much uh, carbohydrates or glucose, how much uh, fats, 
uh, and or ketones uh, and free fatty acids your body is using at the moment. And it also right. tells you what your basal metabolic rate is. And it's very accurate. Uh, Ron Penna compared it to a, a true uh, a bomb calorimeter, and he said it's almost exactly the same. It's called the breezing unit. I don't like the company anymore because they stiffed me out of money. And that's mm. okay. I'm telling you that it's still a good unit for you to get. You buy the unit, it hooks up to an iPhone or an iPad, and you have to buy the little mouthpieces because they're only once you, once you use them, you throw them away because they're no good anymore. And right. you can actually start out in the morning testing your basal metabolic rate, and then you know that if you laid at home all day long and did nothing, you'd need 2,000 calories to stay at the weight you're at. Then right. when you factor in your exercise, and, and keep in mind, you don't burn a lot of calories while you're lifting heavy, but there's a lot of evidence that your basal metabolic rate goes up for hours after you lift heavy. And that True. is and that can be uh, 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 challenged, and you can see your heart rate goes up. After you train heavy, your heart rate stays up for the rest of the day. Your, your, your pulse rate goes up. So that's, yeah. an, that's an example of changes in metabolic rate. And then you just take those numbers and you put them together and you kind of guesstimate. You go, oh, my basal metabolic rate is 1,500 calories. It says here that from my lifting, uh, I'm burning 500 calories. So that's uh, 2,000 calories. If I want to put on muscle, I'm going to eat 200 calories more a day. I'm going to make it protein. Uh, and that would probably help you get lean as well, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, and, and you're going to have to play and you're going to give everything two weeks, Bridget. Try something. Stick with it for two weeks. At the end of two weeks, look at what's happened. If you see you're getting leaner, the, the, the numbers are going up in the gym. You're sleeping good. You feel good. Your period yeah. is not getting – women have something men don't have. If your period stays normal, you're good. If all of a sudden you notice, gee, my period was uh, you know, uh, uh, came, came too soon last month and this month it's not showing up at all, you're training too hard. You're not eating enough. Right. So you have that extra mechanism to kind of gauge uh, your success, but give everything two weeks and then decide more calories, less calories. And if you're eating frequently enough, every three hours is the magic because Lane Norton, before he was Dr. Lane Norton over at the University of Illinois uh, at Don Lehman's lab, showed that the optimal timing for protein pulse to get the maximum anabolic response is every three hours have a meal every three hours every three hours because you yep. want that you want that, that amino acid pool to drop to a certain point before you introduce another spike. Go ahead, Rob. Yeah, that's, that's very interesting. You know, the amino acid pool needs some refractory period before you reintroduce another bolus. But uh, you know, that's that's the way to do it. Every three three hours, I've heard up to four. I suppose it depends on the individual. But that's great advice. And during the break, I'm going to go on uh, the App Store and look and see if there's other calorimeters besides um, uh, the breezing unit. Because, but the breezing unit works. It's a, it's a good unit. Thank cool. you, Mike. That's very, very nice of you to say. Thank you very much. Okay, so let's see. The next question was – here we go. This is a good one. The next question comes from Raleigh Wood. He said uh, – I'm, I'm doing six things now at one time instead of three – he said, uh, some time ago on SHR, you, you, the conversation turned to microdosing LSD. I am considering this. Could you please talk about the pros and cons of this in a future episode of BP, uh, BPR or SHR? 
Thanks, Coach. Yeah, it's a great question. The only problem is I'm probably the worst guy on the planet to answer it. However, in the course of researching it, I learned some very interesting stuff. Um, so let's try to do what I did and put our critical thinking caps on for a moment and try to form a reasonable opinion. Microdosing of psychedelics, as I understand it, is the practice of consuming a very low, let's call it a sub-hallucinogenic dose of a psychedelic substance. It can be either LSD or magic mushrooms, right? According to media reports, this microdosing has grown in popularity um, tremendously. Yet, there's no scientific literature on it because, you know, minimal research on that practice is the status quo. There have been uh, some limited reporting on adverse events associated with it and the experiences of microdosers, right, in community samples. Um, unfortunately, that's not been categorized. I don't know that I would trust what I'm hearing from, you know, the powers that be about microdosing, even microdosing is dangerous. I would question that, um, and, and rightfully so. The study I found descri- describes some rather novel findings. Um, both in terms of beneficial outcomes, such as improved mood, over over 25% of people found that. Much better focus, 14.8%. Mi- mitiga- mitigation of depression. That's a big one. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and I had a guy that I so, – so I had a guy on my show who listened to a show on microdosing that I had done and started microdosing. And he, has been, he was a lifelong sufferer of horrible depression. And he and he was a different person once he started microdosing. Yeah, and it's 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 also there for anxiety. So look, depression and anxiety, people hopefully know by now what, what big problems those are. And they've been problems for me. So, you know, anything that provides relief would be very welcome. Now, interestingly, there were some substance dependent differences. Um one of those findings was that magic mushrooms only, uh, those users reported benefits of microdosing were more important than other users report. And I, I couldn't figure out what they were talking about that. But with respect to it, to getting a lot more popular, online mo- microdosing communities have exploded um, especially, I guess, on the Reddit forums. I'm not over there. I'm not part of that group. I don't know, um, but I'm told that's the place to be. Now, here's something interesting. More than a 1,000 early studies link psychedelic use with beneficial effects. Let's, let's consider that again. More than a 1,000 early studies found beneficial effects. And then there was this 40-year pause in psychedelic research following what the prohibition of these substances sound familiar same thing we just went over with anabolics now despite continued prohibition modern research has revealed uh some promising potential of the lsd and the shrooms for treating among other things alcohol and tobacco dependency think of the money that could save depression and Anxiety and specifically end of life anxiety. Well, and I, I'm going to make a prediction. Yep, I'm going to make a prediction. Dementia. I'm going to make a prediction. Yes. I'm going to make a prediction yep. that they're going to find out that microdosing actually helps with dementia. 
because one of the things that microdosing, so I microdosed two, uh, 2018 and a little bit of 2019, and I'm going to microdose again. And for those of you who want to experiment with microdosing, there is a, a website, a company in Canada, and they're called Lysergy.com, L-Y-S-E-R-G-I.com. See the play on words, Lysergic, L-Y-S-E-R-G-I.com. So you can buy one PLSD, you can buy DMT, you can buy all of these uh, wonderful uh, uh, psychedelics there and the precursors to them. One PLSD takes a little bit longer to hit you than LSD because it converts in the liver to LSD. So that you go there, and the magic to microdosing, if you've never, ever, ever, ever tripped in your life, you want to start out with 20 micrograms and ease your way up to maybe 40 micrograms and just see how that feels. If What you should experience when microdosing is a a sense of newness about the day. Gee, you know, so beautiful. I never noticed that tree was so beautiful. The colors are better. I feel good. I feel optimistic. I don't know why, but I just feel good. If that's how you feel when you microdose, that's your dose. If you start to feel like you're grinding your teeth, you feel a little anxious and a little edgy, uh, that's a little bit too high. Back down. Uh, that, right. that, that's the magic of finding your personal microdose. And and you know what? Assuming those qualifiers and everything else I learned and read, you know, if these things can help these various conditions, why the hell not? You know, why would you not? I've never heard of, maybe this is me, I've never heard of anyone, um, you know, dying from an LSD or magic mushroom overdose. Uh, and and certainly well, not, not from mushrooms. Of- a lot, plenty of people people throw up from mushrooms. Mushrooms will make okay. you nauseous, and m- most people will throw up. Yeah, but I would I would imagine that this microdosing is a heck of a lot safer um, than what the doses that people normally take to trip. Now, oh yeah, to, tri- to trip to trip, you've got to be well above two hundred and fifty micrograms. Yeah, well above yeah. two hundred fifty. And I mean, there's some like when I was a kid, I did orange sunshine double barrel it was a, it was a double hit of orange sunshine and uh that was estimated to be about 750 micrograms of lsd and i tri- and, and, and i tripped for about two and a half days and that's what orange sunshine is lsd yeah orange sunshine is lsd and when yeah. i was a kid i didn't get it this way but when i was a kid back in the 60s lsd came on a sugar cube they took the lsd and they dropped it on a sugar cube and so it had a little brown dot on it yeah, and so people used to take it that way too, right? So, so considering the fact that you know, I've never heard any way of anybody dying from an LSD or shroom overdose, which is not unlike again anabolics. Nobody's ever died from a, an overdose of them. Um, absolutely, go ahead and go for it. Now, the big the big problem here, of course, is big pharma isn't cut in on the deal. And therein lies the rub. You can expect plenty of scare tactics and horror stories, especially if this gets gets a, you know gains a lot of ground. Um, because much like with kratom, they're not cut in. 
So I would tell you this. If you're doing this on your own and it's helping, I have zero objections. In fact, I would say go for it. Um, proceed cautiously, but go for it. Look, there's no reason people should suffer when there are compounds that are available that can ease that suffering. I'll never forget this, and somebody told me, said it once, and it's true. The DEA is terrified that somewhere, someone is using something to feel better. <laughs> That's good. I like that. That's Think kind of about funny. it. Yeah. But it's the truth. Yeah. But it's the truth. Uh, I want to. I just want to mention something to Tom Cox. Tom, you need to go and find out about the research uh, that the College of London has been doing in both microdosing LSD and microdosing MDMA. That's another MDMA is going to be prescribed someday in the near future. Low, 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 low doses to mitigate major depressive disorder. But yep. The College of London is doing some groundbreaking work in microdosed LSD. Uh, they're treating people with anxiety. They're treating people with depression. They're having great results. And I predict that they're going to be one of the, the, the leaders in the research that uh, takes the stigma uh, off of using LSD for legitimate reasons. Good. So check that out. The only problem with psilocybin is it's it just like grapes, kratom, weed. You know, you have crop. You have differences from crop to crop, from strain to strain. Yep. The nice thing about LSD that's made in the lab is they can make it specifically the same over and over again, and they can produce it. They can say, quantify it. They can say, this is 40 micrograms. Good. You know, you, you, don't, you really don't know what you're getting with shrooms. We're going to take one quick commercial break here, yep. pay some bills. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Blueprint Power Hour. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hey, this is Carl. For 14 years, you've heard me talk about Can-See Eye Drops, and they being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at now 61 years old. But I regularly get emails and messages from people who've been using Can-See and having some amazing results. Recently, I got an email from a fellow named Chad, who, because he was on dexamethasone eye drops for over six months, developed a cataract. Can-See Eye Drops actually reduced my cataract to the point where even my doctor has a hard time finding it. I will never stop using Can-See Eye Drops twice a day. I've been using them since 2008, he says. And you should be too. There is no better way to keep your eyes healthy and seeing clearly than can see eye drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com today and get on board and we will both be looking into the future with very clear vision. You've heard me talk about the chill pill on the show and how effective it is at helping people who suffer from social anxiety or sometimes when you just want to take the edge off uh, to a long stressful day. Well, listen to this story from Dylan Goutreau. Definitely takes anxiety away, which I have a long history of having. Started out at two milligrams a day of Xanax. That was at eight years old. And then, so I stopped using benzos three years ago. Extremely difficult. Yeah, so I spent about three years trying to find anything and everything I could that would be healthy for me um, to help with anxiety. Because I'm talking, you know, full bull out panic attack. The, the chill pill was the first thing that I've found that actually in the middle of a panic attack I can take and it definitely uh, subsides. Go to drseeds.com. That's dr R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your first bottle of the Chill Pill. Check it out. I promise this is one supplement that delivers 
New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. Do you use protein powder? Then you'll want to hear this. Thrive Protein is the single best protein blend in the world, built around what Mother Nature put into mother's milk. Thrive Protein is the first human-appropriate protein blend. There's just too much in Thrive to list in this commercial. That's why I'm challenging you to compare your current protein to Thrive. Get your current protein and go to thrivprotein.com and see how your protein's label stacks up to Thrive. For a limited time, get three pounds of Thrive for $59.95, including shipping inside the USA. That's thrivprotein.com and code COMPARE. Get ready to experience protein envy. Whether your goal is to build muscle or burn fat, you'll find everything you need at Redcon 1. Need help getting a good night's sleep? Try Fade Out or the most popular pre-workout supplement on the market today, Total War. Sign up for their new transformation challenge and win $10,000 or shop for apparel that people at the gym will know that you are serious about your training. Need a testosterone booster that works? Check out Boomstick. Whatever you need, you'll find the best quality supplements on the market at Redcon 1. Go to Redcon1.com. R-E-D-C-O-N, the number one dot com, or go to superhumanradio.net and click the Redcon 1 banner ad today. Men and women, you've heard about hormone optimization. Do you feel like it's something you want to look into? RenewLifeRx.com is the place to start. Their doctors can help you with the solutions. RenewLifeRx.com has a simple process for lab work, consultation, and taking a deep dive into where your hormone levels can be improved. Superhuman Radio listeners get 30% off your initial lab work and consultation. Go to RenewLifeRx.com to schedule your no-obligation phone consultation today. Feel younger, get in better shape, and be more Productive at RenewLifeRx.com. You're listening to the Superhuman Channel. We're ripped and we're ready. Welcome back. Okay, so the next question is uh, let's see if I got the right one. Jack Patterson. So his question is actually about a product. Adaptogen N. And he says uh, he got some Adaptogen N and he tried it, and he's really impressed. He's sleeping better, recovering faster, and has a stronger libido. Uh, Can you tell him what ingredient is doing that so he can just focus on that ingredient and get that instead, save some money? Yeah, and you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I tried to do it myself, so... You know, for me to tell tell somebody else not to, you know, not, not telling the whole story. However, there are certain formulas and products um, that you cannot do that with. And adaptogen, in my opinion, is one of those. Or if you do, you're not going to wind up saving any money. So, so for those unfamiliar, though, what is adaptogen? It's a really a clever combination of Bulgarian Tribulus, the Long Jacks brand of Uricoma Longifolia, uh, a custom 25 to 1 Suma extract, a little bit of DHEA, and a little bit of melatonin. And a big part of its appeal, I think, despite the fact it has some tangible effects, is its ease of use. 
you know, you just take two to three caps 45 minutes before bed, uh, and, and it works with your body, right, to do a number of things. One of those is get a better night's sleep. Another one is to improve hormone production. These things that you that are benefits from the product, um, you can notice in the weight room and also out of it, you know, in the in the bedroom, you know, to be blunt. Like a lot of masses formulas, you can feel there's something to it. You're just not sure, you know, what it is. Where's the horsepower coming from? I would tell you that in that product, um, fifteen hundred milligrams of trib. Tribulus terrestris is a lot. Okay, that's that's the um, that's the amount in three capsules, which is the full dose. So that's a lot of trib, especially when it's the good stuff and it's full of the active ingredient, which are furosinolic saponates. Of one is protodiacin. There are others such as protogracilin, um, tribulicides A and B, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's why he uses a full spectrum extract in most of his products uh, versus over standardizing for one ingredient such as protodiacin. So um, frankly, therein lies your bedroom horsepower, uh, although faster recovery is also noticed outside of it. And so what's doing that? Well, furosinolic saponins are um, precursors, so to speak, to nitric oxide release. So nitric oxide, as we know, is the same mechanism by which Viagra or sildenafil citrate works. The bottom line is few other tribulus products contain as much, right? You really have to look hard to find one, and nowhere could I find that much trib in a three-cap dose. Most commonly, you will find it uh, 250 milligrams per tablet which isn't a bad dose, um, but that's, it'll give you some reference point, right? Adaptogen N is double that. So um, as far as the trib goes, there are one or two other brands that I would recommend if you want to just try the trib. The first is Tribestin. That was the original product by Solpharma uh, out of Bulgaria. And the other is uh, Vimo Herbs. They also make a good, Tribulus, although it's, if I'm not mistaken, that's standardized for 60% furosinolic saponins, uh, protodiacin being the big one. Here's the important thing to understand about trib if you're trib shopping. You cannot standardize for more than 60% furosinolic saponins in a product. And the reason I'm telling you that is that there are many companies that are screaming on their label about 90% furosinolic saponins. No, you know, it cannot, it, it literally cannot be done unless there's, they're adding more, um, which upsets the balance of it, of everything else in the plant, which again is why we get back to a full spectrum extract. The other ingredient in there, Uricoma longifolia or long jacks, uh, that's the patented brand that mass feels works the best. It has some research uh, saying that it can boost test in men over 50. For the rest of you, <laughs> rest of us, uh, there's some research showing it preferentially converts DHEA into testosterone. 
<clears throat> so those are the, the quote-unquote test booster uh, herbs in it. I, 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 I can't take it because I, I won't take DHA at night <clears throat> before bed. Um, and that, I mean, the adrenal no, keeps every it, it, it. So your adrenals shut off. Your adrenals are antagonists to melatonin production. So when, well, when melatonin right. starts to come up, the adrenals shut down. Your body's not producing DHA oh. at night. Yeah, that's probably why it's included in a very small dose. Most people would be surprised. Yeah. You know, we're not talking about 100, 200, 300 milligrams at a pop here. Um, so moving beyond that, uh, the other heavy hitter in the plant <clears throat> is an ectosterone source. And it is uh, one of the two that I consider to be optimal. This one being Suma, uh, the Suma root from South America is, is particularly rich uh, in ectosterones. Now, he has, to my knowledge, the only 25 to 1 custom SUMA on the market. The most you will find in most other instances is 5 to 1. If somebody else has something better than 5 to 1 or even, you know, tw or 25 to 1, by all means, I'm, I'm all ears, right? So, um, you know, these are these are the actives, so to speak. Is it going to make you feel like you're on steroids? No. Um, however, most people notice a distinct uptick in their feelings of well-being, let's call it. Um, and those things are noted, as well as the sexual benefits. If it was me, and I was trying to replicate it with, you know, individual ingredients, and I, I did, I've tried, um, I would look for a place where I could get Pure Bulgarian Trib in 250 milligram film tabs. I buy Tribestin. Okay. Um, I would also, I would skip the long jacks. I just don't feel the cost of benefit ratio is there, especially if you're under 50. Uh, instead, I would put my money into a good Rapoticum product, such as Creanabolin. That's probably the best given the milligram amount per cap along with the fact that it has some other ingredients such as mucinopurines, which is a source for L-DOPA, right? Natural source for L-DOPA, which has some other effects that most people feel a little bit. Um, the melatonin caps, obviously you can get that anywhere. Same deal with DHEA. At the end of the day, though, what I found, what I found is that you're going to spend as much or more running around buying those individual ingredients than you are getting it in it. that right. in the finished product. Right. And, and that's just the straight up truth. You know, the results while being similar won't be noticed. You know, it's, they're not going to be noticeably better or even better to each his own though. Okay. So I've, I've always said though, adaptogenin is a great product, either standalone by itself or in combination with some other uh, different ecti products there is a reason it is his top selling product and has been for two decades people like it yeah i mean people don't buy stuff over and over that they don't get a a tangible effect from so jeff clifton has a question and it's a really interesting question to me and i have a question so jeff while we talk about this please comment do you know that you are a high aromatizer have you had lab work done that says, oh, yeah, you seem to convert a lot of testosterone into estradiol? With that being said, he says, what type of aromatase inhibitor should you look for to go with the tribulus? 
why take an aromatase inhibitor? You're not shooting a gram of test here, brother. This is not a gram yeah. of test. Why, why, why take an aromatase inhibitor? You want that estrogen. Estrogen is good for men. It actually makes you leaner. It protects your brain. You, you, right. You, 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 it, like, the, the amount of testosterone stimulation from an herb is never going to require an aromatase inhibitor to go with it unless you happen to be one of these people who, like, if you look at testosterone, your estrogen goes up. Yeah, and if that's the case, and he's asking about an herbal, you know, solution, I would tell you two different things. One, dim diendol methane, um, and two, I3C, indol 3 carbonyl, uh, which is a component, both are components of cruciferous vegetables. Uh, but again, you know, there's, there's, unless you're shooting 500 or more milligrams per week of test and you're, you know, inclined to to convert that to estrogen, uh, it's not going to be an issue on, on most natural products, certainly not with uh, adaptogenic. So I agree with you that hormonal imbalances can have mood-changing effects. But first question I would ask you is, how, do you know where your estradiol is right now without using any products at all? Yeah. That's the first question I'd ask you. Where is your estradiol right now? And then how much are we talking about increasing it by taking a test booster? Is it going to go up 6, 12, uh, 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 I think they measure that in picograms, uh, a milliliter? Or is it, I mean, again, your estrogen levels fluctuate from day to day anyway, naturally. So yeah. what, what, what are we talking about here? Now, if you absolutely, he, he's saying his, his, his estradiol is normal. So do you do you have numbers? I'm just curious. I'm not putting you on the spot, but I want to give you a legitimate answer. Um, I like when I was on two grams of test a week, my estradiol only ever got up to 56 uh, picograms uh, a milliliter, which is wow. th- is nothing. I mean yeah. that that's like that that's like I think they think the high end is 46 for men. So I was like just barely above the high end. I'm not a high yeah. aromatizer, but I'm a high five alpha reducer. I produce a lot of DHT. Not a lot of estradiol. And if you yeah. do absolutely want to take something uh, to control estradiol on demand, and what I mean by that is not using a strong aromatase inhibitor that is going to crush your, your estradiol levels, but one that only will lower it if it starts to get too high, eat more zinc-containing foods and right. take 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C a day because those two – will naturally reduce aromatase biogenesis. And the other thing is reduce inflammation because when you look at the P450 cascade, right before cycle, I'm sorry, right after cyclooxygenase is aromatase. So as cyclooxygenase goes up in the body from, from inflammation, the next it's the precursor to aromatase. So the more cyclooxygenase you have, the more aromatase you're going to have. So get your get your uh, inflammation under control. Use things like uh, zinc and vitamin C to be natural uh, 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 natural agents to stop the conversion of testosterone to estradiol. Diaspartic acid, chrysin, uh, hesperton, uh, these were all uh, you know used for, for decades, and, and they're safe. But again... You know, estradiol is so important for men. Lowering it too low 
puts you at risk of developing Parkinson's disease and other neurological disorders. Men don't understand that we need estrogen too. The bodybuilding community has done us a great disservice with this attitude that estrogen is bad. It's not bad. It's actually anabolic. It's anabolic. And yeah, generally what I tell people is unless you've got gyno, enjoy the estrogen. It's gonna it's gonna help your blood lipids. It's gonna improve muscle growth. You know, people have made it this boogeyman that's just. I don't know. It, to me, it's it's not matching reality. No, it's not. It's not. Yeah, and I, and I never, I never take aromatase. I'm on 500 milligrams of test a week right now. I, I don't. I got no estrogen related issues. When I do have my blood work done, I think the last time I had blood work done wasn't uh, last year. It was the year before because I missed last year. I didn't have all my stuff done. I'm I'm right. supposed to have blood work done in two weeks, but I think it was like 43. And I've always I've always stayed above 250 milligrams uh, a week of test, except for a short period of time, a few months where I just went down to 250 for a while. So I, hmm. I, I don't I don't I don't think you should worry about it, Jeff, unless you go to any lab test now and pull an estradiol test on yourself and go, holy crap, it's really getting high. Then do something about it. Agree, hundred uh, percent. Let's see. So the next question comes from. <clears throat> This one comes from uh, Mark Barber. He says, was Duchesne working on any exciting products right before he died? It's a really good question. Um, he was always involved in something uh, and it's because he was somebody that liked to tinker a lot. Uh, just for reference sake, in addition to steroids and supplements, he worked on very advanced theories about diet and exercise, too. He loved refurbishing stereo equipment and recumbent bicycles. So, so he was somebody. He was somebody that tinkered. Be quiet. You want to go to break? Yes. Let's go Can to we break. Go to break? Uh, hold on a second. Let me. I'm, I wasn't prepared for that. So just give me one second. Okay. Here we go. Be right back. Quest Nutrition makes bars, cookies, chips, and pizzas out of complete dairy-based proteins. Our products minimize net carbs and sugar without sacrificing taste. Each delicious chocolate-flavored chip, cookie chunk, and crunchy crumble is custom-made to maintain Quest macros. It's time to enjoy foods that work for you, not against you. It's time to enjoy your Quest. There's lots of CBD products out there, and there's lots of misinformation, too. If you want the best CBD product available and the way to use it to improve athletic performance, there is only one choice. Vanga CBD. Vanga CBD is five times more bioavailable than other products, and you feel it faster. But more importantly, the folks at Vanga have identified the best way to use it for athletic performance. Go to superhumanradio.net today and download your free copy of the Endurance Athlete's Guide to CBD. Use code SHR10 and save 10% off at VengaCBD.com. That's V-E-N-G-A-C-B-D.com. You already know the benefits of red light therapy. Now you have to find the strongest, best one out there at the best price, right? That's where Scott Chevery found himself. He had to create Mito Red Light so you can get the strongest, best red light therapy unit in the world at the absolute best price. And the Superhuman Nation gets an additional discount. Go to MitoRedLight.com and use code SHR to get the lowest price anywhere, plus free shipping inside the USA and deeply discounted shipping worldwide. Go to 
mitoredlight.com and use code SHR today. That's M-I-T-O-R-E-D-L-I-G-H-T.com. Are you still on the fence about body protection complex BPC oral from drseeds.com? Listen to Maggie Kuhn, one of the owners of the C-Bus Lifting Company, Jim, in Columbus, Ohio. I had been having some bagging tendon issues that weren't injuries, just, just things that were annoying. You know, I'm 58 years old, so just older tendon kind of issues. For us powerlifters, you know, we really don't stop training when we have just nagging issues. We just kind of keep pushing through. And I started the BPC. What I noticed was I was doing some heavy tricep stuff that um, that would have killed me um, before when I had an elbow problem, and I was able to do this with literally no pain at all. Go to drseeds.com, D-R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your bottle of BPC Body Protection Complex today. If you haven't searched hydrogen water in PubMed yet, you must. Hydrogen-infused water possesses undeniable performance, health, and longevity benefits in the realm of real biohacking. Hydrogen water machines cost hundreds to thousands of dollars. Now you can have the strongest hydrogen-infused water conveniently anywhere you want it thanks to Drink HRW. They make the only legal and clinically validated formula to create hydrogen water instantly. I thought this stuff was BS till I started using it. The effects on my training and my gut are undeniable. I have more energy and I last longer without stims. You have to try Drink HRW Maximum Strength Hydrogen Water Tablets today. Go to h2waternow.com and use the code SHR for 10% off today. You've heard about blood flow restricted training since 2006 on SHR, but you're still on the fence. Well, here's the push. BFR is more effective at building muscle than anabolic steroids. That's right. I went there, but it's because it's the truth. My experience with the B-Strong blood flow restriction system is proof to me. And now I'm asking myself why I waited so long. You'll see undeniable changes in the targeted muscles in days and weeks like nothing you've ever tried before. I will never stop using them. Give B-Strong a try go to b s t r o n g dot training forward slash super hyphen human and use code shr for 10 percent off this is the superhuman channel doing reps with the weight of the world welcome back okay we're picking up where we left off was Dan yeah. Duchesne working on any, any product before he died? You were talking about how varied his interests were. Yeah, and, you know, I guess for better or for worse, one of those was GHB, okay. right? right? So um, he had been sent a sample of the stuff, and after writing just a few lines about it in a defunct California, you know, bodybuilding newsletter, its popularity really took off. The main distributors in the United States at that time were uh, <laughs> a guy by the name of Mark Thierman, who also worked making custom ECTI products, as well as a guy, I forget his name, um, but Thierman was the brains behind Zoe Discovery, Zebutol, uh, Hexandrolone, and Anabolica, if people remember those products. It was the GHB, though that he sold the most of and some of it made his way, made its way to Dan Duchesne who filled an order one day for a Mr. Bill Sands. Unfortunately, Sands was actually an undercover DEA agent uh, that had ordered both GHB and Clenbuterol that Dan 
promptly shipped, unfortunately, across state lines. And that's all the feds needed to raid his apartment, right? And the connection would be made there to Thierman. Thierman, believe it or not, in the process of outfitting a new lab, uh, he mopped the floors with tear gas when he got tipped off that the feds were about to raid him. (laughs) So he was that kind of guy. Meanwhile, um, Dan did his time, did his time for the second time now in prison. Uh, And when he got out, he promptly went into supplements, including the first whey protein, the very first pre-workout, Ultimate Orange. And he was also working on something called Super Glue, which was his trade name. Yeah, It it was his trade name for a glutamine product that would actually work. You know, would make it past the stomach and two of the muscles. Super glue never quite made it to market. Um, so he retooled and he began work on what we know today as high molecular weight modified starches, something called amylopectins is what is how he referred to them. Uh, they were the very first modified starches or, or designer, designer carbohydrates, right? He had a version of those in Ultimate Orange, which was called Quadricarb. And the idea was to go to market with a pure version of it. He shot that around. And as I understand it, both Weeder, Champion Nutrition, and some other big line, Twin Lab, just turned it down. So, you know, you look at the popularity of that, those type of products today and you think, wow, he really was ahead of his time. So... Otherwise, at the time of Dan's death, which was around the year 2000, I think, he was supplement-wise enamored with some of the pro-hormones that were making the rounds, right? And think about it. It's like, why not? Right? Why wouldn't he be? Several of them, as we know, were honest-to-goodness steroids, not requiring no conversion whatsoever. Duchesne's plan, as I understand it, was to market... Uh, vials of sterile, <laughs> quote unquote, quote unquote, transdermals. <laughs> oh, because there because there were yeah. injectables for a while too. You remember that? They yeah, weren't I sold. Do. They weren't sold as injectables, but they exactly. had a, they they had a multi uh, injection stopper on them. Right. So so that's what he was you know working on when he died. Unfortunately, he was one of a kind. You know, nobody would contest that, not even his most ardent critics. At the end of the day, I think what he gave the bodybuilding community, what what he gave us was exactly what we wanted and needed at the time, okay? Dan died in 2000 of polycystic kidney kidney disease, which is a condition that was not not brought about by steroid use. It was something he inherited from his biological mother. Um, and I, as I understand it, he also had a sister who he found later in life. And in the process of exchanging letters, she told him this is Dan was adopted. So she dropped a whole bunch of heavy stuff on him. You know, her, his sister is telling him about who their mother, you know, who his mother is and what she's like. And um, and then she said, and there's one more thing. I have polycystic kidney disease. Mom had it too. You might have it. And that he went to get checked out 
and that's how he found out. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Interesting story. Very amazing. Uh, yep. Okay, here's the next question. Let me get it up here. Craig Lepper. He says, what was the stack that you wrote about in the Blueprint Bulletin that added 14 pounds in 17 days? I guess it was a sup- supplement, over-the-counter supplement, and also uh, perhaps an over-the-counter drug? It was actually a prescription drug. Or let me put it this way. It is scheduled by the FDA, DEA, whatever you want to call it. Um, and you can't buy it over the counter. But what this study showed, the one he's referencing, it showed, this is incredible, 14 pounds of muscle in 17 weeks. Oh, 17 weeks. Weeks. I, I put 17 days. I was like, I want to know what that is, too. No, no. Yeah, let me but let me let me let me change that on the fly here. Hold on a second. Right. Hold on. But but 14, 14 pounds of muscle in seventeen weeks. Oh yeah, it's still amazing. It's still amazing. Right. And if you think about it, it's pretty much the optimal rate, right, at which real muscle can be built. But I want people to consider this. I'm going take that one step farther. Neither one of these are steroids. Neither one of them are involved with hormone production, testosterone, estrogen, you know, what insulin, what have you. No, neither one of them. So he's asking, you know, the supplement, frankly, was L-DOPA. You heard me mention earlier about how mucunipurines, or sometimes it's called red velvet bean, I've seen them uh, standardized extracts up to 98%. Uh, for L-DOPA. So he's right. I came across this intriguing research about these two items that, you know, by themselves, they were so-so. There was some research, but man, when you put them together, it was something special. It was so incredible. I had to read the study three times to make sure I wasn't seeing things or misinterpreting things, you know? Mm-hmm. it's it, it was crazy. Um, again, both of these are, are fairly potent on their own, but you put them together and it's one of those things where one, it's like ephedrine and caffeine, right? Ephedrine by itself eh, doesn't do a lot. Ephedrine and caffeine, one plus one equals three. Right. So um, I'm going to caution people though, because one of my guys went out and he took way too much L-DOPA. Too much L-DOPA is not pleasant. You will twitch you will sweat, your palms will be clammy, and you'll feel sick to your stomach. You'll feel like throwing up. Um, do not overdo it on the L-DOPA and try to compensate. Now, as far as the other item, um, it's a prescription drug. I don't know if I want to necessarily mention it. Um, well, well, you can w- mention it. If it's a prescription drug, people have to get a prescription for it. How they obtain it is not you're – not, you're not recommending that they go out and – and use it illegally. Yeah. Well, there was a time when it was difficult to get, but uh, let's just say it's, it wouldn't be a doctor's first choice for a drug in its class. Uh, so getting it prescribed was nearly impossible. Thankfully, I found it on some research chemical sites, which if you know anything about the current SARMs legislation that's going through, 
it looks like it's going to really put a cramp in, in not just SARMs, but in the style of various things I'm reading, like modafinil and uh, beta two, you know, androgenic agonist, or agonist rather. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, there's this. I feel there's this limited window now. Okay, um, for the moment, both items are 100% legal, so to speak. There are some precautions I have people take when they're using it. You know, how can people? How, so how can people find out what it is? They'd have to subscribe to the bulletin, or yeah, the bulletin has a full write-up on it, and this goes back some time ago. Um, you really need to understand, though, what both items do and how much to take of each. If you do not. And you just start willy-nilly, you know, experiment, and I'll take this much of one and this much of the other. No. I mean, the, the side effects that I just described to you about L-Dopa look like a walk in the park to taking too much of this other thing. Okay? Um, so, yes. If you'd like to subscribe to the bulletin, it's all there. It's one of the, one of the 85 back issues that you can find at CoachRobRegish.com. Um, you know, for 20 bucks a month, you get a current issue every month. And I have no problem saying this, the single biggest repository of bodybuilding information, tips and tricks like this, that's available anywhere. Um, and those are the kind of things that you read about amongst others. The next question comes from, uh, I'm getting feedback. Hold on a second. Ricky Sheehan, he says, uh, I have a bad back. What's the best squat alternative? Because I still want to build big, strong legs. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of, there are a lot of different things um, that you can do. And so if we run through, you know, we run through those, those things off the top of my head, there are belt squats, there are leverage squats, there are horizontal machine squats. Goblet squats, body weight squats, Bulgarian split squats, you know, lunges. But he can't squat. Uh, he can't squat, right? He, but he cannot squat. Well, he, he, what, he's, what he's talking about, I think, is the traditional back squat. Okay. So, yes, you cannot do a barbell back squat with a bad back. You can do belt squats with a bad back. Mm-hmm. Right. I right. like the belt squat the best because your back's not involved at all. Your hips. Exactly. It's your hips and your everything below your hips. Right. And, you know, there are a plethora of other exercises, uh, different ways you can train your legs. There are glued ham raises. There are uh, reverse hyper extensions, if you're fortunate enough to have one, regular 45-degree hypers. There are glued ham bridges. And, of course, the leg extension and the leg curl, which would be last on my list, but it's just, a you know, an illustration of you can still work your legs. So that was what? Eight different types of squats and half a dozen type of supplemental movements right, right there. Right. You can also really get into pushing and pulling a weighted sled. And believe you me, if you work your way up and weight, your legs are going to get plenty of work. Yeah. An overlooked move with that sled that I think is dynamite for the hams um, is just looping looping the straps around your ankles and walking backwards. Um, 
you it takes wait, some wait, wait, wait. To- looping the straps around your ankle so you're pulling the weight with your lower leg in other words your entire i mean it, that that sounds a little dangerous wouldn't you fall you know what the maybe the first time or two that you try it but once you get the hang of it it is by far the best hamstring pump I have ever had in my life. And it'll be the best one that you've ever had too. There is simply no better movement, um, in my opinion, to flush them with blood, right, and place a major new demand on them. And that's one of the things that sometimes people have a blown lower back that's so bad, they can't even push and pull a sled, right, heavily. Right. That particular movement you can, and it brings blood into the lower back, almost like the reverse hyper. So I would tell you, work those movements while hard while you're recovering, okay? They're going to keep your mind and your body busy while your back heals. And by the way, your back will heal. You know, get with the program on fixing it, though, and be your own best advocate. You know, I don't know what the, what the issue is, but... Um, I would tell you this, don't assume, get an accurate diagnosis, and then tackle it with chiropractic, reverse hypers, heavy ab work. I've talked a million times about how bridging has fixed my back. You know, you're talking about me, a 50-year-old guy who for 15 years couldn't put a barbell on his back. I'm deadlifting 500-plus pounds now, almost as much as when I was young. And my lower back feels fine. It's incredible. And I attribute that to bridging. So here's the bottom line. Back injuries are no fun. I get it. Been there. You know, took 45 minutes to put my socks on in in the morning. I almost threw the towel in on my back injuries after trying different things for 15, 20 years. Almost. I kept trying and eventually as I just described to you, found bridging and a few other things, and boom, there it was—a real fix. The two, Here's the, the two strongest thing, the two strongest things you can do for your back, if you have very yep. little time, bridging, as you point out, and just turn it into a yep. push-up if you want to, and yeah. walking. You have no idea when I when I crushed my uh, my lumbar spine that gave me sciatic nerve pain and made my right foot drop. I lost my car at the same time in my divorce. So I was forced to walk everywhere in Arizona. That turned out to be a blessing in disguise because my leg, my lower back and leg healed in a a couple months. I I just took it for granted. I just thought everybody heals like that. I have had chiropractors tell me, no, there are people who the drop foot never goes away. And I had bad drop foot. I had trouble moving my foot from the gas pedal to the brake. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, I mean, I was in trouble, and and Jeez. and and then um, we did a show on how to uh, fix your own back with Doctor Stuart McGill, and he confirmed walking is the best thing you can do for your lower back, and walking with a backpack with a small amount of weight because it literally kind of pulls you into a position where you end up with that perfect curve in your spine. So. Yeah, and then you know what? I've I've heard of those things before. You know, like a knee injury, push push a weighted wheelbarrow up a, a hill with a small amount of weight. 
but that's really interesting. You know, there you were. They took your car away from you, but it's exactly they, they, what you I, I got to thank. I got to thank my ex-wife because she healed my back by having the judge <laughs> take my car. Because I, I walked, I walked thirty minutes to the gym. I walked thirty minutes home. I walked to the, my studio, my makeshift studio, makeshift studio that was at my sister's house. I walked back home. Every day, every day I walk. I, I didn't have a fit, a Fitbit or a tracking device, but I bet you I was doing fifteen thousand steps a day just because I had no other choice. Yeah, that's <laughs> God works in mysterious ways. Yes, yes, God works in mysterious ways. Okay, I'll we'll leave it at that. We got the blueprint tip of the day when we come back. So we're going to take our last commercial break. Hold on one second. I got to get back in position here. And when we come back, we have the blueprint tip of the day. If you still have any other questions and you're watching live, please post them. Just make them short. That's all I ask. Okay, stay tuned. There's lots of CBD products out there, and there's lots of misinformation, too. If you want the best CBD product available and the way to use it to improve athletic performance, there is only one choice, Venga CBD. Venga CBD is five times more bioavailable than other products, and you feel it faster. But more importantly, the folks at Venga have identified the best way to use it for athletic performance. Go to superhumanradio.net today and download your free copy of the Endurance Athlete's Guide to CBD. Use code SHR10 and save 10% off at VengaCBD.com. That's V-E-N-G-A-C-B-D.com. If you haven't searched hydrogen water in PubMed yet, you must. Hydrogen-infused water possesses undeniable performance, health, and longevity benefits in the realm of real biohacking. Hydrogen water machines cost hundreds to thousands of dollars. Now you can have the strongest hydrogen-infused water conveniently anywhere you want it thanks to Drink HRW. They make the only legal and clinically validated formula to create hydrogen water instantly. I thought this stuff was BS till I started using it. The effects on my training and my gut are undeniable. I have more energy and I last longer without stims. You have to try Drink HRW Maximum Strength Hydrogen Water Tablets today. Go to h2waternow.com and use the code SHR for 10% off today. You already know the benefits of red light therapy. Now you have to find the strongest, best one out there at the best price, right? That's where Scott Chevery found himself. He had to create Mito Red Light so you can get the strongest, best red light therapy unit in the world at the absolute best price. And the Superhuman Nation gets an additional discount. Go to MitoRedLight.com and use code SHR to get the lowest price anywhere, plus free shipping inside the USA and deeply discounted shipping worldwide. Go to MitoRedLight.com and use code SHR today. That's M-I-T-O-R-E-D-L-I-G-H-T.com. Quest Nutrition makes bars, cookies, chips, and pizzas out of complete dairy-based proteins. Our products minimize net carbs and sugar without sacrificing taste. Each delicious chocolate-flavored chip, cookie chunk, and crunchy crumble is custom-made to maintain Quest macros. It's time to enjoy foods that work for you, not against you. It's time to enjoy your Quest. Do you use protein powder? Then you'll want to hear this. Thrive Protein is the single best protein blend in the world, built around what Mother Nature put into mother's milk. Thrive Protein is the first human-appropriate protein blend. There's just too much in Thrive to list in this commercial. That's why I'm challenging you to compare your current protein to Thrive. Get your 
your current protein and go to thrivprotein.com and see how your protein's label stacks up to Thrive. For a limited time, get three pounds of Thrive for $59.95, including shipping inside the USA. That's thrivprotein.com and code COMPARE. Get ready to experience protein envy. Men and women, you've heard about hormone optimization. Do you feel like it's something you want to look into? RenewLifeRx.com is the place to start. Their doctors can help you with the solutions. RenewLifeRx.com has a simple process for lab work, consultation, and taking a deep dive into where your hormone levels can be improved. Superhuman Radio listeners get 30% off your initial lab work and consultation. Go to RenewLifeRx.com to schedule your no-obligation phone consultation today. Feel younger, get in better shape, and be more productive. Productive at RenewLifeRx.com. Move over, superheroes. This is the Superhuman Channel. Welcome back. Oh. Just real quick, I had promised uh, Bridget that I would find out about a, uh, a calorimeter device for the iPhone. The only one is the breezing unit. Uh, they have right. the Breezing Pro. They are the world's only handheld metabolism tracker. And wow. then you don't have to guess how many calories a day you need to lose weight, to gain muscle. It's a very, very worthwhile investment. In fact, yeah, it's I'm going to contact them and try to put our differences behind us and get them come to come back on the show. I really am. Cool. Okay, so the blueprint tip of the day, <clears throat> rightfully so, is... The tip of the day is one New Year's resolution worth keeping. (laughs) So I don't know about you, but as a general rule, I do not make New Year's resolutions. Um, And my thinking there is that most are broken anyway. You know, you you needn't look any further (laughs) than our industry to see the proof. Uh, So as we speak, thousands and thousands of people with, you know, New Year's resolution to, quote-unquote, get in shape or lose weight, they are slogging to the gym every day. Let's call it every morning. Um, And some people, of those people, some will go every day. And some of those that are there every day will work hard. Um, But at the end of, let's say, take your pick, 30, 60, or 90 days, we know what's coming. It's all over. And it's like the, t- the tide going out um, when these folks leave. So, you know, we need to ask the question, why, why does that happen? And, and what, what can we do, you know, to better our lot? It's all over for those people because the miracle body that was promised in those infomercials never manifested. And worse, you know, due to their zeal and, and, and resulting overtraining, Many of them get hurt in that time period, 30, 60, or 90 days. So let me ask you, you know, who wants to keep going to the gym, especially early, let's say before the work, when you look the same, your knees hurt, and you're out of breath still, right, trying to tie your shoes. And and you're probably, you know, hurting both physically and emotionally. So it's back to eating cupcakes taking your metformin and just buying bigger clothes. I mean, that's how it literally goes for most people. So, so the question is what went wrong and, and, and what can we do again to make it better? There were a couple of things. So let's take a look first. 
your goal needs to be specific. Lose weight um, or get in shape, or, th- those aren't even close to being specific. And they can leave someone in worse shape than when they started. So here's why. Many folks who want to, quote, unquote, lose weight will do just that. They will lose 20, let's call it 20 pounds. But when 15 or more of that, 15 or more of that is muscle, they have only succeeded in becoming smaller fat people. That's just the reality of the situation. Now, likewise, getting in shape isn't very specific. You know, in in shape for what? You're going to run a marathon? Or you're going to bench your body weight? Those are two very different, right, training modalities. For some people, getting in shape would constitute being able to walk up a flight of stairs without getting winded. And you were there once, right, Carl? So I was. Yeah. And 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 look, my, my heart goes out to those people and good for them for for trying. But here's the reality. For most people, they'll never achieve their goal without more specificity. I'm going to make an assumption that the vast majority of people listening um, are going to the gym regularly. Uh, you're doing the best you can with diet, and you keep reasonable hours, right, for sleep and rest. If that's the case, then there's one New Year's resolution I want you to make, and it is so simple yet powerful. Keep a training journal. Of all the things that you can do to help you get better results faster, buying and using a training journal or a little black book, or recording it on your phone, you know, whatever it takes. The point here is documenting your progress or lack thereof is an incredibly powerful tool. And 90% of people that I see in the gym don't even use one. So let me give you a great example of this. Last week, my son, who's taller than I am now, and he's 14, (laughs) uh, he was really discouraged when he could not quite manage eight dips with a 25 pound weight vest on. He got right. He got seven last time, but he he just missed locking out that eighth rep during this workout. And so he, he obviously was dejected. He sat down afterwards and he kind of slumped forward and he mumbled something. I didn't catch what it was, but it, it was obviously negative. Um, so I sat down right next to him. I pulled out his little training journal and I showed him where just five months ago, he couldn't manage a single dip with just his body weight. And kiddo remembered that day. It really sticks in his mind because he, he was bitter. He was bitter about the fact that he had put a lot of hard work in on the Gravitron. I don't know what other people call it, but takes a percentage, right, of of your body weight off Mm -hmm. so that you can work up to a full chin-up or dip. Uh, And he was expecting to be able to do a body weight dip without it. But he couldn't, at least on that particular day. And he was likewise, you know, similarly dejected. But I showed him um, in that time, in those five months, he had gained almost 13 pounds of body weight, which I explained to him makes the lift even harder. Right. Yet here he, you know, here he was five months later, 
And he's doing reps now with cumulatively 38 more pounds. Some, you know, some of that being body weight, but more of it being stuff he's strapping around his waist or wearing a weight vest on. That changed his whole outlook. And in fact, he went on to smash a PR later in that same workout on weighted chin-ups. That's something else he could not manage a single rep on not that long ago. So he was able to see for himself right there in black and white how far he had come. And it also did something else. It validated the fact that the work that he was doing twice a week, every week that I have them doing is working. Okay. But here's the issue. He would have never seen that had we not documented his progress somewhere. Okay. Because he's a, a, you know, like all kids today, he's on, on his phone. You know, they do everything on their phone. He's keeping it now on his phone, which I told him, I said, fine. You know, dad likes pen and paper because it can't get deleted or, you know, you know, can't, can't retrieve it, whatever. But I told him, I said, the important part is you're keeping records. So you've heard me say a million times here, information is power. And that is certainly true. Had his dips and chins flatlined for successive workouts, I would have had a half dozen other methods, right, waiting in the wings to break that plateau. That's a powerful, and and let me make this point, that is a very powerful and reassuring feeling. But it only came to me after decades and decades of, you know, trial and error, very expensive trial and error. I think, I, I think personally, it is madness not to avail yourself to that kind of information. But step one will always be documenting your progress. That little black book, what I'm asking you to do, costs virtually nothing. And it gives you almost everything. Now, if you're still not convinced, that's the best year's New Year's resolution to make. Consider this. 90% of the training population, as I mentioned, will look and perform no different a year from now. And 90% of the training population fails to document their training. I would submit to you those numbers are no coincidence. Right. There's an old saying, excuse me, in order to manage something, you have to be able to measure it. Yeah, exactly. And if you're not keeping notes, you you really don't know if you're making progress. You really don't. Yeah. And and I know you document your training too. And I haven't been, I haven't been the past since I uh, had my two surgeries in 2018 to all of 2019. I didn't document anything because I just wanted to keep training. I just wanted, I was like, I am not worried about progress, but now I am now. Now I'm ready to stop progressing now. Right. And so another very, very powerful tool is pictures. Everybody's got a camera on their smartphone and I, you just need to make sure that conditions are the same, meaning lighting time of day, you know, what you've been doing with your diet, whether or not you're pumped or not. But being consistent with those pictures is a real reality check. And I'll tell you, it goes beyond just the, um, you know, just the 
the vanity of it, I suppose you'd say. I noticed very prominently in every picture, my head was tailing off to the right like this. And sure enough, I stood on two scales and I was carrying 12 more pounds, 12 more pounds on my right foot than on my left foot. If that doesn't tell you you have some sort of <laughs> imbalance that needs to be addressed by chiropractic, chiropractic, I would I would argue, I don't know what will. And I, but I only learned that from pictures. And I, I I take that back. There's one other source. My wife had been telling me for the longest time, "You're crooked," but. I never understood how. Yeah, but wait a minute, wait a minute. That's because when she was waking up in the morning, there was money missing from her purse. <laughs> let's, let's be clear about that. <laughs> yeah, that's a different, a different situation. But, you know, the, the point remains, um, the, more, the more ways to measure, the better your ability is going to be to determine, am I making progress? And if not, what do I need to do? To, to make progress and the measurements will start to turn around. Yeah. Yep. And it's yep. free. It's, it's free or, or close to it. And I like a book yeah. better. I like to be able to write things down. I, I used my phone for a couple of years, but it's a pain in the neck because I, I, I was using the notepad and sometimes I would make an entry and didn't realize it. I deleted everything like every, and, yes. and luckily it was fresh in my mind. So I had to, but then I had to stop and go and re-enter it. I, I like a book just nice and easy. Just write it down. However you record it, do it. The mind is a very fickle thing and something as seemingly small as a one rep or a few pound increase versus last week or two weeks ago or a month ago is still significant. It's still significant, but you'll never know whether that's the case unless you write it down. That's it. Or otherwise record it. Yeah. So get your get your training diary and make it a commitment this year to use it every single time you train. Amen. I, I think we covered a lot of good stuff today. We yeah, absolutely. Great, in, great interaction from the audience, the live audience. Yes. Thank you for that. Tomorrow is the first open season on men for 2020. We're going to talk about strategies to improve your life in 2020 right. with John Romano, so that'll be tomorrow. Thursday, we have a uh, Renew Life RX. I was going to have a peptide, a pep talk show on Friday, but we have to yep. move it to next week. But yep. next week, we're going to blow your mind with a peptide that is absolutely golden when it comes to fat loss. In fact, yep. I'm talking about. 3% body fat reduction in just two weeks. Nothing oh else changed God. except this pep. Yeah. This is exciting wow. stuff. Is John a semi-regular guest now? Who's John? John Romano. Well, he and I are doing open season on men now as a regular thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Man. He's one of my favorite writers. He's yes. really a great, great writer. Yeah. Yes. Great writer. Very, very good. So that's yep. it for today. Thank you for watching. Don't forget to visit CoachRobRegish.com often. And uh, we will see everybody tomorrow with more uh, Superhuman Radio. Happy New Year. It's still a new year. Hey, technically, I can still wish people Happy New Year. How do you like that? All right, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>